0: From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, China cracks down on 11 crypto firms, Binance recruits, and the second largest mortgage lender might take Bitcoin. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is August 18th, 2021. We're going to start today with some listener emails. But also, you know what? We're going to add a section of the show starting today. And that is coin of the day. You know, I was on Coin Market Cap and I was just like, hmm, let me find some low cap coins I can sink some money into and waste some money in. And I was like, you know, there's a lot of coins I have no clue what they are. And I'm assuming neither do you. So let's pick a coin a day. Let me just tell you what it is, what market cap it is and put a link in the show notes and we go from there and every day we do a show we do a new coin i mean there's thousands of coins at coin market cap we do around maybe 350 shows a year so we can have content for the next five years so if you are looking forward to learning all the coins on coin market cap you have to listen to this show every day for the next five years but before we get into the coin of the day and the crypto prices let's look at these emails from listeners First one is from Rob in Eastern Oregon. And he wrote me over the weekend, last weekend, and he said, hey, man, stop dissing Cardano. Why you keep dissing Cardano? And I replied to him on Monday's podcast. And he heard it and wrote back. And he said this, hey, Matthew, thank you so much for reading my email on the podcast Monday. I'm sorry. For some reason, I thought Decrypt was a publication or in the F ecosystem. Again, Decrypt is independent from uh, consensus, but we are funded by Joe Lubin. It's a Joe Lubin consensus kind of independent organization thing. But we have full editorial control. We are independent from consensus and Joe Lubin, and we just tell the news. So we are independent from the eth ecosystem, even though we're probably funded by transferring some eth into U.S. dollars. He continued to say, that's awesome that you had a chance to chat with Charles. I'll have to go back and listen to it. I really would like you to have Charles back on the show in late September after all the dust settles from the rollout of smart contracts on nine twelve. Glad your power's back up. Keep up the good work. Well, Rob, I will have Charles back on. You wait for it. And the last email that I got was from a listener that was listening to yesterday's podcast. And yesterday I was talking about looking through the world with a Bitcoin lens. You know, we all look at the world through a certain lens. It's either a religious lens or a cultural lens or maybe a regional lens or, or some kind of ideology or some kind of belief system. And, well, Bitcoiners look through it as a Bitcoin lens or crypto people look through it through a crypto lens. Maybe it's a DeFi lens or an Ethereum lens or a decentralization or a DAO. We have different ways to look at the world now. With new technology, we have new ways to look at the world. And, well, people are tweeting about the Afghanistan situation. Through a Bitcoin lens, and I thought it was kind of tasteless. And somebody wrote back and said this. And this email is from No Questions, which is interesting because what does No Questions mean, man? Uh, does it mean that you don't answer questions if I ask you questions? Or you're No Questions because you don't reply to questions, but you just replied to a question? So anyway, No Questions said this. Hey there, Matthew. I think literally every tweet you read on the air yesterday was in pretty bad taste. Bitcoin has a long way to go before it stops the complicated human forces of the Taliban. American imperialism, and raw violence. I am thoroughly optimistic about the power of Bitcoin, but I think we should take some time to reflect on the real lives affected on the ground by the choices that our government has made. Even if these tweets have some point about the political power of Bitcoin, it still feels pretty shitty. I'm normally a pretty supportive person of the meme side of crypto, but this isn't a great look for the community. I'm all for dunking on bears and out-of-touch government officials, but people on the ground whose lives are in danger deserve our empathy and respect. Just my take, no political science expert here. Thanks for the time and energy that you put into the show. No questions, thank you very much for that. What is your opinion on the memes that Crypto Twitter is putting out as a reply to the situation in Afghanistan? Send me an email, Aaron at decrypt.co. Now, to those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is in at $45,407, down 1.2% in 24. Ethereum, $3,074, down 3.9%. Binance Coin, 403 down 4.6% in 24. Cardano, $2.01, down 3.2%. And Teller's in the number 5 spot. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, Doge, USDC, Polkadot, and Solana. Total market cap were at $1.92 trillion, a BTC dominance of 44.1%, and a NETH dominance of 18.6%. Now, to our coin of the day. See, that was a coin. One coin dropping, so it's our coin of the day. Anyway, our coin today is Revain. Revain's ticker is REV. It was trending on CoinMarketCap today, and that's why I picked it. and Because it was trending. It was the first one I saw. Its market cap is around eight hundred and ninety one million dollars and it is down eight percent in 24 hours revain was started in 2018 by a group of technology experts from Moscow Russia the platform was founded by Renat Arsalov who is also its current CEO back in 2018 the altcoin rush in the peak of the altcoin season it was around four dollars well it's trading at about one cent today so <laughs> a little bit different a little bit different However, looking a little closer at REV, today's market cap is the same market cap as it was back in 2018, in February 2018 at its previous all-time high. And that's because the circulating supply of tokens has changed, obviously added so much more, therefore diluting the individual price of the token. The current supply is around $85 Back in May of this year, its market cap was about $4.1 billion. So its market cap was about four times higher than it was in its previous all-time high of February of 2018. Now, what does Rev do? Rev is an online platform for the Ethereum blockchain based token reviews, designed to allow developers to receive constructive feedback about their projects. The protocol also incentivizes authors to provide high quality reviews. Rev was the first platform to combine the features of traditional view sites and blockchain technology. Rev's ultimate goal is to create a legitimate and genuine feedback structure for all global products and services that utilize emerging technologies such as machine learning and blockchain. The core features of the protocol include legitimate reviews, stable system, and immutable information. So now you know a little bit about Rev. If you think Coin of the Day is a good idea, email me, Matthew Aaron at decrypt.co. If you think it's a bad idea, email me, Matthew Aaron at decrypt.co. Now, in today's headlines China making more crypto moves, they're cracking down bigly. The People's Bank of China, China's central bank, reportedly cleansed, in air quotes, 11 companies for illegal cryptocurrency activity. Now, this was happening in Shenzhen. And Shenzhen is right outside of Hong Kong. A lot of commerce and business happens in Shenzhen that can't happen in Hong Kong because of more lax rules. So, And then it allows people to go from Shenzhen straight to Hong Kong because there's a connection of a train. And they can just pop into Hong Kong, go to Shenzhen to work, work in in Shenzhen, live in Hong Kong, or go back and forth. It's kind of like a... I don't know shenzhen is kind of like it's its own system and it's a great city but it's also a way to kind of like get outside of hong kong to go do things in china or get outside of china to go to hong kong and do things by living in china still so these companies were set up there for a reason and they probably have actually pretty good reasons to close these companies down only my opinion and that's all speculation by the way but continuing with china bitcoin revenue is up 35 million dollars per day since china's crackdown according to a report from today According to a report today from Arcane Research, daily Bitcoin revenue is up 10% or $4.3 million from the previous week, and the transaction fees generated are up 22% or $118,000 per day. Glassnode Insights reported, As protocol difficulty adjusted in response to the Great Migration, as we know the Great Migration is when all the miners left China and are moving around the world to set up shops somewhere else, Miners who remained online have now seen their Bitcoin income grow by 57%. Yowzers. If you guys remember, the Bitcoin hash rate fell by around 50% with the Great Migration. And every so often we get a report about how the Bitcoin difficulty has adjusted back up because more miners are kicking back on. And my prediction still stands once we get everybody back online, all the miners back online, we're still going to have a pop in Bitcoin price. And that's not even including the bull market. So we're going to go back up to previous all-time highs. That's just going to be our normal base. And then we're going to start seeing the market come back into play with our current bull market. So I am very bullish. Again, not financial advice. Crypto exchange Binance has hired Greg Monahan. Who's Greg Monahan, you ask? Well, he's a former cybercrime expert and investigator for the US government. He's going to lead the exchange's anti-money laundering requirements. His specific role will be the Global Money Laundering Report Officer, or the GMLRO. Imagine if somebody went to a conference and was like, oh yeah, I'm the GMLRO. What the, what is that? I want anybody who's listening to be honest. If somebody said to you in a conference, I'm the GMLRO, would you know what they're talking about? I wouldn't. Monaghan said this, in quote, My efforts will be focused on expanding Binance's international anti-money laundering and investigation programs, as well as strengthening the organization's relationships with regulatory and law enforcement bodies worldwide. And remember why this is important. Binance is under scrutiny from many governments and many regulators around the world. So they need to comply with these government authorities, these regulators, and they need to hire people that understand how to deal with this so they can operate, so they can make money so they can bring you access to cryptocurrencies. United Wholesale Mortgage, previously known as United Shore Financial. They're the second largest mortgage lender in the United States that facilitated nearly $183 billion worth of loans in 2020. You know what they did? They announced plans to start accepting cryptocurrency payments by the end of 2021. Who are the 10 largest mortgage lenders in the United States? Well, Quicken Loans has 1.14 million loans out there. And United Shore Financial is right behind them. Actually, not right behind them. About half of what they have. But still, 560,000 loans out there. And they're firmly in the number two spot. So my question is, what does this even mean? Does this mean that you're going to be able to pay your mortgage with Bitcoin? Does this mean that you're going to be able to get mortgages because you hodl Bitcoin? Does this mean that you can use Bitcoin as collateral? Does this mean that this could be counted as your income somehow or like your, I don't know, your equity? That's what I want to know because a lot of hodlers right now have a hard time leveraging the capital that they have in crypto assets and doing real world things with them. DeFi is trying to bridge this gap, but they still don't have the products in place to actually use your bitcoin to leverage so you can get mortgages for like a home or rental property, property or anything that is what I'm trying to say is they don't have 30-year mortgages so you can buy a house with your bitcoin. Will this change it? I hope so, but it's probably just going to be pay your mortgage with bitcoin. Solana is on a roll. And they just passed $2 billion in total value locked for the first time today. Total value locked, or TVL, refers to how many crypto assets are tied up in decentralized finance or DeFi protocols on the network. Big boost this week the Degenerate Ape Academy selling apes. <laughs> crypto NFTs, crypto Twitter, crypto people, they love cartoon apes. And finally, Dogecoin, a joke, a meme. Now getting serious. And I think this is pretty damn bullish. The core developers behind Dogecoin, the meme cryptocurrency that seeks to be a global payment method, have announced members to its renewed Dogecoin Foundation. The new advisory board includes Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin, which I think is pretty damn bullish because he you know, he does get involved with a lot of cryptocurrencies and a lot of different projects, but he actually kind of knows where he feels that things can go. So that's big. Oh, and also Elon Musk representative Jared Brasal. The board also includes three prominent Dogecoin community members and a couple core devs as well. Billy Marcus, who founded Dogecoin, with Jackson Palmer are also on the board. But Jackson Palmer raises some eyebrows because he was very critical of the crypto space in general. And it sounds a little bit hypocritical that he's going to be on the board of Dogecoin, which he created pretty much as a joke. Remember, he said this, that the cryptocurrency industry leverages a network of shady business connections, bought influencers, and pay-to-play media outlets to perpetuate a cult-like get-rich-quick funnel design to extract new money from the financially desperate and naive. This is what Jackson Palmer said. So why is he on the board now? No clue. Anyway, I still think this is very bullish. Very bullish. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave me a comment. Until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.